everybody, and welcome inside Season 2 of the What You Need to Know podcast. I'm your host, Tyson Ewing, play-by-play voice of Utah women's basketball. This is the What You Need to Know podcast, focusing on all things University of Utah women's basketball. We'll take an in-depth look of what's going on in the program. Now, if you join us for our first episode last week, had a little bit of a review of last season. Talked about some really key moments throughout the year as the University of Utah uh, had a good season, not a great season, but still a lot to look forward to uh, if you are a University of Utah fan. I also kind of give you a background of what to look forward to for this upcoming season, and that is simply that we're going to be interviewing a lot of players throughout this podcast, and it's all going to start with today's podcast, and it starts with Kiana Moore. Kiana Moore spent four years at the University of Utah Played a total of 118 games, a total of 1,929 minutes, wearing that crimson red for the University of Utah. She scored a total of 604 points and was a magnificent defensive player as well. One of those players that you just loved to have on the floor because she was going to give you her heart each and every single night. Really one of those true fun players to watch. Some of her career accolades, she was named to the 2018-2019 Pac-12 All-Defensive Honorable Mention as a junior a year ago. If you remember last year, Kiana Moore was phenomenal when she stepped in for the injured Denisha Provo, played some magnificent minutes for Utah as they went on to earn the sixth seed in the Pac-12 tournament a season ago. More terrific accolades for Kiana Moore. She was named the 2018 Pac-12 All-Academic Honorable Mention as well. One of those players that really excelled in the classroom as well as on the floor. So without further ado, let's go ahead and welcome the 5'7 departing senior from Fairfield, California, Kiana Moore. Kiana, how in the world are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Oh my goodness, so good. Even better now that I have the opportunity to talk to you. How are? Uh, how's everything going? Everything's going good. It's kind of a crazy time to be in, but we're taking it day by day. Really, I guess that's where I kind of want to start off with is uh, we all know what's kind of going on right now. I mean, there's no sports for me to even sit down and watch. It's terrible. Just awful. Uh, how are you spending your time right now? Um, I think I'm so I'm spending my time basically just doing homework, finishing out school. I think that's the biggest chunk of my time goes to that. And then um, my, my dad. And my stepmom and I, we all just, um, sometimes we go outside in the backyard and like light up the fire and just sit around the fire and talk and, and just talk about life, I guess, really just, it's fun being around, um, those you love. Um, I mean, unfortunately this is not the greatest time to be in, but, um, it brings us together, um, to share all the memories that I've been you know, that I've been cherishing since I've been at Utah. Um, so it's been fun. That's really cool. I mean, so often, as you just mentioned, like we are in a you know, kind of terrible time right now. We all know that. But it's, it's it's people like you, people that are looking at the positive side, looking at how they can stay active and uh, be with their families is really kind of the biggest thing. If you've been able to, uh, with this time period that we're in, with what we're going through, do you feel like it's really helped even bond your family relationship even stronger? Definitely. Um, I think we've, like I said, we sit around and talk about, uh, like, around the fire and just talk about life and, like, what my goals are in the future and, like, especially, like, job applications and stuff like that. So it's definitely um, put a 
I, I would say like a bigger perspective on things, um, knowing that my life is about to start after college. So um, it's definitely brought us together to figure out how I'm going to do that. So That's terrific. Wonderful way of thinking. All right, Kiana. So the way I'm trying to get this to go is, I mean, you're our first guest, which thank you so much for agreeing to come on. I, I, I think this is going to be wonderful for people to, uh, to get kind of behind the scenes, get to know you, get to know Denisha, the other uh, departing senior, but kind of get to know you guys as a whole. Um, so what I want to start out with is let's, let, let's kind of rewind. I want to ask you, what were some of your favorite moments or maybe a highlight of this last year? Uh, and it wasn't, you know, wasn't a great year, still a good year for you guys, had some pretty signature wins, but what would you consider kind of some highlights and memories that you'll remember of this season with your teammates? Um, I think my favorite highlight would be definitely beating Arizona State um, at home on my senior night. Uh, it was kind of just a memory that I'll cherish forever. Um, looking back at my, my entire career here at, U- or at Utah, um, it was kind of like a gift uh, <laughs> being that it was, it's always hard to win against those guys. And it's kind of like bittersweet because my family was there to witness it. And um, so it, it's not that many you know opportunities that you get that your whole family can be there to watch something so special that you'll cherish especially it being on my senior night so that was one of the biggest memories that I had last year that's that's a great memory obviously they were 21st ranked in the country at that time and you guys have always I feel like every game you had against them throughout your career it was it was tight back and forth last year let's just not talk about what happened last year in those games but I mean this year obviously a good positive for you guys how about your career at the University of Utah uh, a lot of terrific memories I'm sure uh, but what was um, some moments or a moment that you can think of that really just capped off or highlighted your career at the University of Utah um I think for sure going to Italy um I've never been outside of the country before so I thought having that experience was pretty cool um and also being able to experience it with my teammates um I don't think you I mean there's like 10 to 12 girls that go to um Italy in the middle of the summer like that's I mean it's the best experience you could get um so it, it was really fun. I think that was like the highlight of my career. I've never been out of the country. I've de- I did it with my teammates, people that I will be friends with forever. So it was it was fun. What were some things from that trip that you remember really specifically doing that you enjoyed? So I'm a shopper. I like to shop. Okay. <laughs> so like that's like the biggest thing that I took from that whole thing was just shopping. Um, we went to Florence, and there was like this like leather market. And I got like this purse. That was so cute. It was, it was, it's just, that's something that I cherish because I'm like, I love the shop. So <laughs> going to the leather market was like the biggest thing to me. But just, I mean, I could take that home and I could just be like, oh yeah, I got this in Florence, Italy. Like a lot of people can't say that. So um, yeah, that's one thing that I took from that. <laughs> I just want to make sure you guys heard that. She's a big time shopper. So if you didn't know that about Kiana, I didn't know that about Kiana. I mean, I've, I've been on the road with you a few times, but I never saw you shopping at these nice, fancy stores or anything like that. So that perfectly leads me into uh, uh, my next question, which is what will you miss most um, as you reflect on your career? What will you miss most about being around your team? Um, I think I'll miss what I'll miss most is the goofiness. 
um, <laughs> that we have, there have been like some really funny people on, in our program. And I mean, even looking at you, like, I mean, there's everybody on the team that is just so funny and goofy and just being around that atmosphere. Just, it was fun. That's the most thing. That's the most I'll miss about Utah is just how funny and goofy everyone was. And, um, I mean, you can go down the line and, and say something that was funny that someone did. And I was just like, man, I don't think I'll ever be in something like that where everybody's funny. So I think that's what I'll miss for sure. For me. Um, I, time at Utah. <laughs> so now moving kind of off the floor for a little bit, I'd love to kind of get an idea because I really only know basketball, Kiana. I'd love to know what are some of your favorite moments in college? Some of the things that you did and off the basketball floor with roommates or with friends, whatever. What are some of the memories that you remember most about your time at college? Yeah, um, I think having the girls come over my apartment and like barbecuing and swimming. Um, that was like one of the best times just because um, we all got together and just laughed. And, and it wasn't just talking about basketball. It was just having fun and like developing relationships um, that weren't, you know, basketball it was like track and football and bat or in volleyball like it was just developing other relationships other than our team um and just have all those people come together at my apartment even though it probably wasn't permissible but (laughs) (laughs) for the apartment complex but um just those times are the best times was just getting together um with other team teams and just swimming and barbecuing and eating and just talking and laughing and stuff. Would you feel that, you know, I mean, this is probably, this is probably goes without even saying, but would you feel that like your teammates kind of became your sisters in a, in a way? Definitely. They've definitely became my sisters. I mean, I could say that about everybody at Utah um, that I've came across. Like, I mean, they'll have me um, for the rest of their lives, they can call me and I'll always answer and be somebody that they can talk to. Uh, now to kind of build on that even a little bit further, this could be on the court or off the court achievement, whatever you want it, however you want to word it. But, uh, over your college career, you're, uh, going to university. What in your opinion was the greatest achievement on or off the floor? Um, I think first and foremost, um, is maintaining a 3.0 GPA. Um, I think in high school, I really struggled uh, a lot in school. It was hard for me to um, get good grades, I would say. Um, uh, yeah, it was just really hard um, for me to get to Utah in general. Um, so I made it a point when I got there that I was going to work my tail off in school and try my best no matter what. Um, and it kind of just became a routine to at least – try hard enough to receive good grades in my classes. This might be a too bit of a personal question, but what were your distractions when you were in high school? Um, I think I was just putting basketball in front of school more than anything. And um, I lost sight of, okay, I need school before I get to college yeah. or before I get to college basketball. So um, in my last two years in high school, I really had to crack down on that. Um, so that I can, you know, fulfill my dreams of playing collegiate basketball. What I'm impressed by, really most by the collegiate athletes, is how you can manage your time so well. 
I mean, I know that there are specific times set aside for you guys to focus on schoolwork and to, you know, focus on training and uh, also not even set a time uh, a time set aside, but you guys also have relationships that you develop while you're in school. Um, kind of take me behind the curtain a little bit and tell me how you personally were able to – somebody who, as you said, kind of struggled in high school to keep up your grades, but how in the world were you able to – uh, to maintain such, you just said a 3.0 GPA. You were able to be, uh, you were able to excel on the basketball court. You just said you kind of developed relationships that you cherish for forever. How were you able to do all that in that short amount of time that you were going to school? Um, so the biggest thing was my academic advisor and our learning specialists. Um, they kept me on a time schedule to where I should be doing this by this time. And, um, I think now, well, now that I'm a senior, I don't need as much help anymore just because I've, I've had that help my freshman, sophomore, and a little bit my junior year. Um, so I was able to develop that routine of, okay, let me get this done now so that I have this time to do whatever. And so um, I think they really helped out a lot um, at, with my time in, at Utah um, to just time management. I mean, that's the biggest thing that um, college athletes go through is time management and I mean that's the first thing that I put on my resume when I was making my resume was time management that I'm able to do that because I am a, coll- a collegiate athlete and um, we do a lot um, throughout the day so um, that I mean yeah so my learning specialist and I, my academic advisors really helped me um, do that. It's incredible. Uh, that really was the one thing that I just blown by, uh, blown away by that you guys can maintain such good academics and be so successful on the floor as well. It's it's it's, it's incredible. And obviously, like you said, you have those academic advisors that keep you guys in line. And uh, but even still, that you guys are able to do that. It's just I said last week. I think I used the word uh, superhuman. Obviously, getting a front row seat to be able to see that up close and personal. So uh, that was that was definitely one of the things that really impressed me uh, most. So now I kind of want to go uh, go back a little bit. Let's kind of rewind into the life of Kiana Moore here. Um, I'd love to kind of get an idea. Say I were to call you up one day and say, "Hey, Kiana." I'm coming to your hometown. I want to see some certain sites. I'm coming to Fairfield or where are you living right now? Huntsville. Huntsville. So Huntsville, Fairfield. I want to come and see some of the sites that you would recommend or some of the sites that you grew up with. What would you show me? Um, so here in Huntsville, there's a space, space and rocket museum um, that a lot of people go to. I went there when I was little um, and I remember it being a pretty fun experience. So I think that's definitely something that you could um, come here and visit um, if you ever do come to Huntsville, which it's growing, so you might. <laughs> um, but Fairfield, I would say, um, there's not really much in Fairfield, but the surrounding cities, there's a lot. Um, I think the the one thing that I would say is going to Pier 39 in San Francisco um that's a really I mean it's a touristy type of thing but um I like it uh I don't really go there much but when I do there's a lot of good food and I don't know how you say it but there's like this Ghirardelli or Ghirardelli factory Uh and that's like my favorite place to go to because I love chocolate uh so um those two places I would say um 
and then Hawaii. I mean, that's another hometown for me. Right. Um, Kapolei. There's there's a um, Giovanni truck on the North Shore that I love. It's a shrimp truck. So um, yeah, I think those are the places that I would say. <laughs> kind of. I mean, just kind of to think back. Was there anywhere that you would hang out with like your friends? Any place that uh, that you know, say say if we were in a car together and we drove past something that you'd be able to point out and say, I used to hang out with my friends all the time right there. Where would that be if you could think back to a place like that? Um, I would say cream in Berkeley. Um, it's like this ice cream this ice cream sandwich place that we love. We used to go there. We used to drive um, thirty minutes just to go get a little small cookie. And with ice cream in the middle, and we just hang out around there until we're done eating the cookie and then head back home. But we would go there a lot. So I would say cream um, is definitely somewhere we went. I love it. I love it. That's great. Uh, tell us about your family. Tell us about your parents, your siblings, what they're doing, uh, you know, their jobs, kind of who they are a little bit. Yeah. So my mom's name is Kim Moore, and then my dad's name is Jerry Moore. Um, they're separated. Um, so I have a step, my dad's side, my stepmom's name is Michelle Moore. Um, and my mom is a unit supervisor, a uh, parole agent three. And then my dad, uh, works for a missile defense agency, uh, as a contractor. And I have seven siblings, not including my stepbrother, Mark. So, or actually that is including him. So seven siblings, including him, um, their names are, on my mom's side, it's Brandon and Kanoi. And then on my dad's side, it's uh, Malik Moye, Cameron, Jasmine, and Mark. What about, I, I I remember frequently seeing your brother sitting courtside. Tell me about him a little bit. Yeah, so my brother is like one of my biggest fans. Um, he, I mean, as much as I hate it, but he's right, is just, he kind of critiques my basketball skills and all that so we kind of get in arguments here and there and I mean I remember one time he would tell me that I didn't need my knees to shoot and I was like what are you talking about <laughs> so but my brother is like my bi- my biggest critic and even though I mean I'm I'm my biggest critic but my brother is my second biggest critic um about my game but he's somebody that I I mean I looked up to growing up um he has this amazing work ethic and I just, I've learned a lot from him. He's been my trainer, my mentor, um, and just ultimately my big brother. Um, he's been there every step of the way and I appreciate him so much for that. Okay. So now the real question, Kiana, obviously you talked about how he's, he's kind of been your mentor. Do you think you could beat him in a one-on-one or a shooting competition? Mm, definitely. I definitely think I could beat him for sure. <laughs> There's no love lost there. I tell you what. I hope he listens to this just so that he uh, kind of has that extra motivation to want to take you on one-on-one. And then make sure you record it so that we, we get uh, proof and evidence. How about a foot race? Because I don't think I've seen anybody faster on a basketball floor than you. So do you think you could beat him in a foot race? I think so. I, I've been challenging a lot of people in a foot race. And um uh, I I actually challenged my boyfriend um, in a foot race on the beach, and he actually beat me. But I was up there. But I mean, I gotta give it to him. He works on his craft every day. So that's awesome. All right, so we've got uh, to know your family a little bit. Uh, we kind of we kind of got to know your hometown a little bit as well. So that kind of brings me up to my next question, uh, which is: University of Utah comes knocking on your door. What led you to the decision to come to the University of Utah? Um. 
I think <laughs> the decision was more so um, the coaches and how familiar I was with them. I mean, Coach Rob was um, at UOP before Utah, and then Gab was at UOP, and then he, or he was actually at Hawaii as well, um, and that's who I received my first offer from was Hawaii, and he was there um, when that happened. So I think um, that's one of the decisions why I made it. And then um, uh, then the family atmosphere, um, they also have been, I mean, when I was on my visit, like it was just like, it just felt like it was the right choice. Um, and I, I took many other visits to many other um uh universities and I was just when I came on the Utah campus it just felt like I needed to be there and um and then another thing was the academic support um that was one of the biggest things I was looking for was academic support (laughs) I mean like I said it wasn't easy for me in high school so um transitioning from high school to college I knew it was going to be a little bit challenging um so um my main thing was the academic support i'm actually always curious to kind of get the question i grew up in utah so i'm uh very familiar with with the lifestyle inside the state uh was it kind of a bit of a culture shock to you how would you describe uh utah obviously very different from where you grew up um so when i first flew in when i took my first visit to utah i've never been i've never been to salt lake city ever um so when I flew in, I was like, wow, mom, like these, these mountains are so close. Like I've never been in a state where the mountains were so close and the city was so close to the mountains. And I was like, this is crazy, but I like it. Like I like the way it looks. <laughs> I mean, and then just even driving up to the campus, like, I mean, you see University of Utah, is, you know, and then you see like the, the flags on the light poles that said University of Utah. I'm like, okay, this is like, a college town I kind of like it like I like this I've never been I mean even I like I said I grew up in Fairfield California so I mean I drive down to Berkeley sometimes and like I said I go to cream but I never like I mean I knew I was close to Cal but I mean and you see like Cal bears here and there but you don't really feel the vibe that you're like this is the only school that's in California but like in Salt Lake City, you're like, okay, this is like the only school that's right here in Salt Lake City. So I was like, okay, maybe this is a college town. And sure enough, um, I got to Utah and I experienced it. And I was like, wow, like this was really a great decision. And this will probably lead into uh, this next question, probably lead into kind of what you did while you were at Utah. But what are some of your favorite things to do, maybe while you were at home, maybe even while you were here in Salt Lake City? Um, I think... One of the fav- one of my favorite things to do was to cook. I love to cook. Um, I just kind of found recipes online, or like even um, like I don't know if you ever heard of the uh, app TikTok. I've seen that. Um, I downloaded that app and was like seeing all these cooking videos. I'm like, oh, I want to try that. But I just love to cook. I don't know what it is. I don't know how I found the passion to do it, but. Because I, let me tell you, I was not the cooker when I was in high school. And then I came to Utah, or when I came to college, I was like, let me cook. I really want to cook. And just all this other stuff. So I ended up developing that as a hobby, was cooking. So All right. So then what is your specialty dish? What are 
What is Kiana Moore known for as far as what she can make? Um, I would say my teammates really like this chicken I make. It's called char siu chicken. And it kind of looks, it, it, so it's not pink. I can promise you that on the inside, it's not pink. But on the outside, it's like this bright pink and it has kind of like a sweet taste to it. Um, I got, so I have this like recipe, um, from my grandma, um, in Hawaii. Um, and it's, it's kind of like a sweet taste. It's like an Asian type of, um, dish, I would say. Um, so I make it over rice and I put corn and stuff. So I think that's like my specialty dish that I've cooked for my teammates uh, once or twice. Do you bake at all? I do bake. I do. I bake a lot of sweets. Um, <laughs> I'm a, like I said, I'm a chocoholic. Um, I love chocolate. So I bake a lot of chocolate cakes and like cookies and like cookies with Oreos in them. It's <laughs> just all types of stuff. I mean, it's probably so bad, but <laughs> that's what I like to cook. I thought I had heard that you were the cook. I just, I, I just couldn't remember if it was you or not, so I'm I'm glad you refreshed my memory. Yeah, I like to like bake cake pops before we go to our uh, away games. So I bring bags of cake pops on the bus. <laughs> That's what I remember. Cake pops rolling around. I couldn't remember if it was you that made them or not, but yes, it was your cake pops. I'm glad that was what I was going to ask you. So you, <laughs> it's like you read my mind, like you knew what I was going to ask you about. So cake pops. Her cake pops are delicious, people. I'll just I'll just tell you that. I only had one of them, but they are fantastic. Wonderful. Uh, what's one thing that maybe a lot of people do not know about Keanu Moore? Like, like a hidden talent or, uh, I don't know, anything that maybe not a lot of people know about Keanu Moore? I think, so, my family on my mom, well, actually my mom and my dad's side, um, we love to race um cars and so my I I love to race that's it's like in my blood um my uncles on my mom's side uh he actually is a I wouldn't say race car driver he's a um I forgot oh sprint car driver um which they go all over the country and uh he races in all types of races and um I just have like I'm like, let me get behind a wheel. I want to do it. I don't know how to do it, but I will figure it out in a couple of minutes. Um, I wasn't able to because of basketball and they don't want me to get hurt and all that stuff. But sure enough, in a couple, I, don't, I would say this year or next year, I will be behind something that involves me racing because I love to race and I love to do go-karting and all that other stuff. I'm like so competitive in that. So I think... Um, one of my hidden talents would be racing. <laughs> wow. I didn't know that. That's awesome. I mean, I mean, I guess I could kind of get it because, you know, I, like I said, you're probably the fastest player I've seen. That doesn't surprise me in the slightest that you'd be big into racing. <laughs> That's awesome. Now that you've, uh, you've graduated from the University of Utah, first, what'd you graduate in? Uh, sociology. Okay. And what are your career goals and what are you looking to do now that your collegiate basketball career is over? Um, so I think my biggest thing right now, I've already um, started my job application processes and all that 
good stuff. Um, but my biggest thing is trying to get a uh, government job. Um, I want to get a top security clearance. Um, that would just open a lot of doors for me. Um, I've already had um, an interview with the FBI. Um, so hopefully that is in my near, near future. Um, I will be having another interview here soon. Um, so hopefully I get my foot in the door with them. Um, if not, there are some other job uh, opportunities within the government. And so, um, yes, just the biggest thing is me getting my foot in the door with a, an agency that will get me that top security clearance. That's incredible. That is amazing. So uh, as far as you know, basketball career over. Yes. Yes, it is. Unfortunately, um, I didn't um, I don't really have great knees and I went through a lot of pain um, in my last two years um, with my knees. So it was kind of devastating and, and hard for me to get over the fact that um, I won't be able to play anymore because of that. Um, I don't want to put my body in more harm than it already is um being that i played uh through it all and i've done a lot of injections and all of that um so my college or my basketball career is yeah it's 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 done <laughs> so no, i'm really. i'm sorry to hear that but obviously you know your health comes before anything else so uh you know congratulations then on a wonderful career in basketball and Hopefully it leads into something now as you've obviously got your degree from the University of Utah to this dream job that you're hoping to achieve. So I'll leave with this final question then. Um, One of the things that I talked about in the first episode of this podcast I started last week or restarted last week is I talked about how one of the great things that the University of Utah does is it uh, is it not just the University of Utah? I guess really women's sports, women's basketball especially is that is that incorporates uh, fans really really well. Uh, you know, so often you can you can uh, go onto the floor after the game is over. You can win or lose, meet the players. So you got a lot of people that were able to you know shake your hand and uh, get and get to meet you. Um, and I use the term example that you you guys have become examples to the next younger generation. And so the question I want to leave on, um, kind of your uh, departing question here on this interview, uh, what is some advice that you'd give to young women who want to play college basketball? Just keep striving for more. Um, never settle for less. And um, I think you have to know that nothing's ever going to be easy or handed to you. Um, you have to work for the, or you have to work hard and there will be some bad days. Um, but those that bad days are what are going to make you who you are. And, um, I think that, I mean, an example for me would be going through the university of Utah, hitting adversity, but me still striving through, um, striving to get through, um, is what made me who I am today. And, I think just putting the work in and that uh, putting the work and effort in and there will be positive outcomes. Yeah, I love it. That is so great. And, you know, truly you guys are examples to the next upcoming young generation. And it's so great to see the progress that women's sports, women's basketball has made uh, over the last few years. And, uh, you know, hopefully examples like yourself, they'll continue to come into the program, come into really to play the sport and, and be the uh, and be that example for the young and upcoming generation. Um, but Kiana, thank you so very much uh, for coming on, being our first 
very first guest on this show. Really appreciate you taking time out of your I don't really know if it's a busy schedule right now just because of what's going on. <laughs> but taking time out of your schedule to uh yeah to to come on and have this and really have this episode be dedicated to you. Thank you so much. Thank you for taking the time out of the day to interview me. <laughs> hey, I love it. You know, I I so often just I think about how uh, really, you guys deserve to have more exposure, and so hopefully that's what this will do. Is this will give this will give the program a little bit more exposure, give give more uh, focus to women's basketball, and that's kind of the goal of it. I mean, to really get to know you guys even better than they already do. Um, but I mean, I learned things about you I didn't know today, so that's pretty cool. Uh, that is Kiana Moore. The uh, departing senior, five foot seven from Fairfield, California. One of the key moments that I can remember from your career. One of the things that I will always see is when Drew Gilton gets the rebound against Stanford with like ten seconds left. She goes coast to coast. You guys already have the lead. It's over, but she goes in for the layup and hits it. And then there's this picture perfect moment of you jumping into her arms after she hits the shot. How was that experience for you guys? Oh man, that was an ex- definitely an exhilarating moment. Um, you know, I mean, women or girls grow up, you know, wanting to be in the Stanford program, and so I mean, I know I I was growing up thinking like, wow, like Stanford is a great team. They've always been a great team. So winning that game and and having that moment was just like surreal I was like this is this really happened like we really beat Sanford at our home gym and with I mean thousands of fans who came and watched this play um it was it was a really special moment and one that I'm sure you'll cherish forever again Kiana thank you so very much uh really really appreciate you of course thank you so that is Kiana Moore a five foot seven departing senior from Fairfield, California, wearing number zero for your Utah Utes. Wonderful to sit down with Kiana via, you know, video chat, as I'm sure you could tell. Just a lot of wonderful things that I was able to talk to her about and really appreciate her spending some time with us today on the podcast. Now, before we end today's podcast, I do want to make sure to give a shout out to the head coach of your Utah Utes. That is Lynn Roberts, as she was honored this week by the WBCA as she earned her career 300th victory against the Weber State Wildcats back on December the 20th. At the end of every year, the WBCA, or the Women's Basketball Coaches Association, honors those who earned their career milestone in wins throughout the year, and Lynn Roberts was on that list. Uh, what that list shows is those coaches in the WBCA, or the Women's Basketball Coaches Association, who reached their career 200, 300, 400, 500 or more uh, milestone career victory. So obviously Coach Roberts earned that accolade with the victory over the Weber State Wildcats back on December the 20th. So uh, she was on that honoree list that uh, came out earlier this week. That is episode two of the What You Need to Know podcast. Coming up on episode three next week, it'll feature another departing senior in form of a six-foot forward from Dartmouth, Nova Scotia, Canada, Denisha Provo. She spent four years with the University of Utah. Kind of a crazy story on how she actually was able to spend four years. Technically, I guess it was five years because of a transfer where she sat out for a year. But a lot to look forward to as we sit down with Denisha Provo coming up 
next week. This is What You Need to Know. I am Tyson Ewing. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Be sure to catch us on Apple Podcasts, on utahutes.com, as well as on podbean.com as well. Those are our three platforms. We'll see if we can get some more announced later down the line. But as for now, you can catch us on those three platforms. Again, thank you to Kiana Moore for joining us today. Next week will be Denise Provo. Have a wonderful week, and we'll catch you next week as this is What You Need to Know.